Now, today's prayer, I call it the Valley of Dry Bones prayer. And this is, I mean, I'm telling you, uh, this is a unique prayer, but you're going to have to do some reading on this one. E- Ezekiel 37 uh, and Ezekiel's visions are chock filled with meaning. And, you, and to understand Ezekiel, you got to realize that he is a person who has been taken into bondage in Babylon, and he's writing from the perspective of the people. Daniel, the book of Daniel, is from the palace. He's in the royal court, but Ezekiel is written from the perspective of the people in bondage. And so there's a series of visions of God's glory and declarations. And when you get to Ezekiel 37, he, he uses this, this, this imagery and this vision that he has. God takes him and he sees this valley. And there's been a battle that's taken place there. And there's all, um, it's, it's a valley where, it, it, uh, where the people have died and it's filled with with dry bones, so there's nothing on them. And it, and 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 this angel asked him, the Lord asked him, "Can these bones live?" And he's like, "Well, what is that?" You know, I don't know, Lord. Only you know. And he says, "Well, uh, prophesy to them. Speak my speak the words I've given you over them." And as he does that, <laughs> the hip bone connects to the to the to the leg bone, and the leg bone to the knee bone. Come on, if you know the song. And everything comes together. But then, then he asks another one, you know, and then he tells him to, to prophesy to them to the wind, and which is the spirit. And then he prays, and, and then they begin to live again. And they come to life. So this is an incredible story of loss and destruction and graves, and, and yet God's word and his spirit come into play, and these dead bones come together, and, and they come back to life through the spirit and the wind of God. And it's a, just a wonderful um, uh, picture of God's work in our lives. And there's a wonderful prayer outline in here. So I encourage you, before you pray this, you can even push pause now and just spend a few moments and reading 1 through 14. I won't because of just the time. But Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14, I would encourage you uh, to do that. So let me give you just five prayer points out of these 14 verses that I think we could really on good ground to pray and ask God for. And the first one is this. Why don't we take a moment here at the beginning of this prayer and invite the Lord's resurrection power to be present in your life. And and I would just say this, what this teaches us is that anything is possible through prayer. Prayer, I heard somebody say this, prayer can do anything God can do because it, 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 it moves us out of our abilities to his abilities. And I love that in verse 12, it says, my people, I'm going to open your graves. So this is as dead as dead can get, and yet God's resurrection power raises them up from the grave. And so I want you just to think in in your life, invite God's resurrection power, which is to invite the Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. But I'm just setting this first one up. Just think about in your life, what's dead? What seems lifeless? What seems hopeless? What are these things, no matter what grand scale it is, how big it is, why don't you just invite God to open up some graves, a dead relationship, dead finances, a dead business, a dead, uh, even like a, a sickness that seems like to death. Let's invite the Lord's resurrection power to be at work in our midst in that way. Let's do that for a few moments.
The second thing I think, again in verse 12, I love it. It says, not only to open graves, but to bring them up from the graves. So here's the thing I think we should ask for here. Ask the Lord to lift you up out of a difficult circumstance, out of a tight place, literally to bring you up and out. And I just think um, if, there, if there's anything that you feel like you just need lifted up and out, uh, I, I love that. Uh, you lift me up from a low place, Psalms 18, and bring me to a high place. There is this, you've exalted me to the highest places. And I just think there's this lifting that God does in our lives. And not only for his resurrection power to be at work and his spirit to, to just open graves, but also let's just pray for a lifting now to come. That God would make us from tight places to spacious places, from low places to to high places. Let's spend a few moments and ask the Lord to do a great lifting in our lives. And then again, I think in verse 12 is clear. It's really the meat of this scriptures. He says, and, uh, um, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Because they were in bondage. They were in Babylon. And now God's saying, I'm going to bring you back. And you know what that speaks to me about is restoration. And it lied, it lie in ruins. It had been destroyed, the city of Jerusalem, the nation of Israel. And it was in, in heaps of ashes. And God says, wait a minute, I'm going to bring you back to that land and restore it. So why don't we just pray a thing, a prayer of restoration? What's broken? What needs repaired? What's, what's, what's lying in ruins right now? It used to be something great, but it's not so great anymore. And you just say, God, I need, I need restoration there. Your heart, your emotions, your mind. It's a great uh, prayer to pray for mental health. God, just restore my mental health. Restore the clarity of my thought. Restore my emotions. Restore a relationship. Restore this and that. Let's take a few moments and pray rest restoration type prayer. And then the prayer moves on, verse 14. He says, I'm going to put my spirit on you, and you will live. And this is, ask for the breath of God in your life again. Take a moment to ask God to breathe on those closest to you. You know, when, when Adam was created from the dirt, it says that God breathed life into his nostrils. It, it, it was just a, a body, but until the, the spirit of God breathed on it, until God breathed on it, there was no life. And I just think about this is ask the Lord to breathe on you, to send the wind of his spirit fresh and anew upon you. Ask 
him to breathe upon the works of your hands. Ask him to breathe upon your marriage, to breathe upon your children. Ask him to put his spirit to come in a new way, in a fresh new way, in anything that you're stewarding and leading in, in, in your own life. Let's take a few moments and ask for God to breathe on. And then the, the summary, the summation of this prayer is, is really about God. He's in verse 14, he says, I will settle you in your own land. And you know what that means to me? If you're in bondage and you think, man, God has a place for me. He has a preferred destination for me. Man, wouldn't that fill you with hope? And uh, ask God to give you a hopeful expectation. You know, really, uh, Faith begins with hope in some ways because you read the scripture and you have a promise and it gives you a hopeful expectation of the future. Well, if God did it for them, he can do it for me. And faith begins to set in. You know what? I won't always be here. I won't always be in this situation. I won't always feel this way because God will settle me in my own land in a place that he has for me. So let's just ask the Lord to fill us. He's the God of all hope in Romans, it says. And let's just ask him to say, Lord, fill me with hope again. Lord, I believe you have a preferred destination. You have you are preparing a place for me even now, even in death. It says he's gone before us and prepared a place in heaven for us to spend eternity with him so we can have hope in any situation. So let's pray for a hopeful expectation. Let's do that. Let me lead us in a closing prayer. And as always, thank you for taking the time. Just take a few moments here, 10 or so minutes to pray with us. And I would just encourage if you can, enable, kneel, create a create a, a sacred moment here. By your eyes, close your eyes, put your hands in front of you if you want to do it that way and you can't kneel, whatever. But let's take a moment, if we could, close our eyes and really let me pray this prayer over you. Father, I thank you for the valley of dry bones prayer. What it teaches us is no matter what it looks like now, it's what it, it, it it's not what it's always going to look like. And that we may be in our own valley of dry bones and everywhere it looks like death and destruction and impossibilities. And But reality is, Lord, you have a word for us to proclaim and to speak over that situation. And your spirit is at work and the wind of God is moving and blowing. And so, Father, I pray today We invite your resurrection power. Let dead things be brought back to life again, as only you can do. Unleash your resurrection power into into dead things. Let them come back to life. Let marriages come back to life. Let relationships, let finances, let let souls, let um, mental health, let it come back to life again. Lord, I just pray that there would be a lifting 
Lord, you reach down your hand, uh, David said, and lifted us up. Let us, let us move from tight places to spacious places, from low places to high places. Lord, let there be movement, Lord. Up and open up them graves, Lord, and bring us up. Position us into high places. And Lord, let restoration come. Let things that lie in room and that are in ash heaps now, Lord, that don't seem like they're, they're coming back together. But Lord, put them back together again. Just like those bones came back together. Put things back together again. Uh, put the puzzle back together again of the future. Put the relationships, put all those things back together again. And Lord, I pray that there be a fresh wind, a fresh breath of God uh, on, the, on, on our lives, on our relationships, on our families, on our churches. Lord, on our futures, breathe on us again, oh God. And then as we close, Lord, I just believe, God, no matter what it looks like now, give us the eyes of hope, the eyes of faith, a hopeful expectation. Let us be of those that look to the future with faith and hope and pray, remove a spirit of despair, remove a spirit of discouragement, even this day. Lord, put a spirit of hope in our hearts and clothe us with, in, in a garment of joy and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.